1: $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Body Wrappers Angela Luzio is delighted to sponsor this episode of Conversations on Dance. Body Wrappers Angela Luzio is known for its fine total stretch tights and Angela Luzio shoes. Tyler Peck, principal dancer with New York City Ballet, is its spokesperson and designer of Tyler Peck Designs for Premier. Tyler's beautiful, original designs fit perfectly, move well with the body, won't ride up in the back, and are ideal for class, rehearsal, and performance. Body Wrappers makes additional apparel for all disciplines, and significant to dance teachers this time of year, Body Wrappers' performance wear remix for competition and recital, consisting of various components that can be mixed and matched to create a unique costume you won't see anywhere else, like the one featured in Body Wrappers' ad... You may view all the products at bodywrappers.com or to purchase Body Wrappers performance wear remix items, go to your favorite local dance retailer shop or online store to view and buy the entire collection of Tyler Peck designs, go to dancewearcorner.com. This episode is sponsored by Next Generation Ballet. I'm Rebecca King Ferraro.
0: And I'm Michael Breeden. And you're listening to Conversations on Dance.
3: Today we are joined by two of our close friends, former Miami City Ballet principal dancer Patricia Delgado and current MCB principal Renan Sergiero. Patricia has been on our podcast quite a few times in the past, so to hear more from Pat, visit our past catalog of episodes. Renan was born in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil and started dancing at a young age. In 2008, he was named a finalist at the Prix de Lausanne in Switzerland and he was awarded a scholarship to train at Miami City Ballet. He joined MCB in 2010 and was promoted to principal in 2013. Patricia and Renan have often danced together at Miami City Ballet and become one of the company's most beloved onstage couples. We caught up with the pair when they were guesting as the Sugar Plum Fairy and Cavalier in Next Generation Ballet as Nutcracker this past December. Hear them talk about their first time dancing together, what makes their partnership so special, their experience dancing Romeo and Juliet together, and what it feels like to reunite here in Tampa with Next Generation Ballet.
0: Okay, we're here in Tampa at Next Generation Ballet with two of the guest stars this weekend, Patricia Delgado, formerly of the Miami City Ballet, and Renan Cerdero, presently uh, principal dancer with Miami City Ballet. Thanks for joining us, guys.
3: Thanks for having us. Hi. (laughs) Patricia's thinking that this is her fifth time on our podcast. We were just talking about the fact that we've had her on a few times. We've
0: dubbed her the podcast queen. (laughs) She's back.
1: I'm such a fan, so it's an (laughs) honor to be back.
0: (laughs) She's wearing a Conversations on Dance t-shirt as we speak, which can be purchased online.
3: That's true, it can.
0: At our website. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for... A very last-minute Christmas gift. Actually, this episode's oh no. gonna come out after. Yeah, okay, it's well, be you know. too late. Okay, next. <laughs> if you just want our shirt, because it's <laughs> or like cool.
3: a delayed Christmas present. It's you know, my like- favorite T-shirt for ballet. <laughs> It is. It <laughs> um, is cute. We're also hearing some Nutcracker music in the background because rehearsal is going on right now. So really it, getting the whole feel today. Um, so Patricia, as we mentioned, we've had you on the podcast quite a few times. So we want to get to know Renan a little bit, who is also one of our great friends. So Renan, can you tell us a little bit about your initial dance training and where you're from?
2: Okay. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grew up in Brazil, was born and raised um and i started dancing because of my sister she is older and she used to dance at the same studio i grew up at and um i just my dad would drive her to ballet class and i would go with him and just watch her in class and i started jumping around i was like five i think at the Mm -hmm. time and i'd be jumping around and like mimicking what the dancers were doing and so one day, uh, our old director, Natalia's mom, mm-hmm. um, invited me to come in and try it out, a uh, baby ballet class. Mm-hmm. And so I did, and I fell in love with and just kept going from there. Um, trained there at that school till I was 15, and we decided it was time to uh, go somewhere else to try something maybe a little bit bigger. Um, so...
3: That, we br- s- that brought you to Miami, right?
2: Yeah, we sent videos to schools in America and Miami was where we settled. And I'm very thankful we did.
0: Patricia, what are some of your early impressions of Renan when he first showed up at Miami City Ballet?
1: Um, well, I guess my first um, favorite memory of Renan was watching um, one of the student showcases at the end of the year. And it was um, a year where we had that husband and wife, Russian couple. Colton. The Colton. Oh yeah.
3: Alex oh, yeah.
0: Colton and Alex, Alex, Alex Lapshin.
1: Yes, thank you. <laughs> and they were incredible teachers and I remember they did like a mini choreography on you guys. Yeah. and. I just I remember you and Natalia stood out so much, but not because they could do all these like incredible technical things. And they were just like so beautiful in their technique. But their love of dance and their musicality was insane immediately. And I was like, they are too. Like how old you were? 15? So young. 14? At the
2: time, probably younger.
1: Okay, 16. And I was blown away by them and not. Long after that, (laughs) Um, we were doing um, dances at a gathering and uh, we needed um, some more men. And uh, Ben Hughes was there staging it. And he, I guess, turned to Roma. I said, we need some more guy options. And Roma said, um, oh, come check out this young Brazilian in the school. He's really great. And they went and they found Renan in class. And then Roma basically came back and said, okay, so we're going to try out Renan. He's, I was like, I know who Renan is. He's beautiful. She's like, we're going to try him out in green boy. And I was like, say what green, green boy. It's like the, one of the hardest male roles. And, and I was like, okay. She's like, you know, if anyone, if anyone can make it happen, you can make it happen. I was like, okay. And it was instant. The rehearsal, Like, we didn't even know the steps yet, but he would go and take my hand, and he would just look at me with Mm. these eyes that just made my heart melt, and we didn't really get any of the lifts that day. I remember
2: that. Or the day after. (laughs) uh,
1: Until the show. (laughs) But I didn't care. It wasn't about that. It was this beautiful chemistry that was already so... um, I could feel it, and... um, it was so impressive also the level of focus and professionalism at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even in the company yet and he was doing such a
3: mature role. I was blown away. I was away. so nervous. <laughs> Well, we want to get back to your partnership, um, definitely, and talk through a lot of that because you are, the two of you, one of the most beloved Miami City Valley couples. Um, But I do want to talk about, Renan, what that time was like for you to leave your family at such a young age, go so far away, be immersed in a culture where you didn't speak the language. And there were a lot of Brazilians, though, around to support you, right, in the company.
2: Yeah. Well, thinking back now, I'm like, how did my parents let me move to another, like, I don't know, it's just, but we were in four. Mm-hmm. It was me, Natalia, Alexandre, and Eloa, who's our friend. Um, I think that's the only reason why my parents allowed me to come because they knew I was going to be with friends, friends and we could support each other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was hard. I'm not going to, I'm not, it wasn't dramatic for me. I wasn't like crying every day. I definitely missed my, my, my family and my friends, but it wasn't I could I learned how to deal with it in uh in a good way, I think. And because we had each other, the four of us, it made it easier to um you know, do things. I didn't I didn't know how to cook or do laundry any
3: And now you're a Nothing chef like extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah right. No that's Giovanni. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So um, I just think it's really admirable. I can imagine doing that. But there is a fearlessness you have when you're that age in a way too. But right? Renan
0: was shy. Yeah. I, I, I'm just thinking of how, like, they, you, when you guys came and you didn't speak English, but, like, Natalia would just be like, hi, Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> she
3: that, was, like, very, I think,
0: And yeah. Renan was so quiet and, you know,
2: blinders on, hardworking. I right. think that was the worst part, not knowing the language.
3: I'm sure. Not being
2: able to communicate, really.
1: Did you, did you feel though that like the fact that you were in such a ballet world, like where there was this school and this company, like what did you make of that?
0: Like, uh, we asked the question. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> i <I'm just laughs> <kidding>. I was, <laughs> I was no, like, I like I'm No, it's, it's interesting. It <laughs>
2: um, well, I knew I was moving here or to Miami for that. That was the point. That was to get into a uh, Ballet school that would potentially lead me to a job somewhere, a, a ballet company. That was always a, a dream of mine. So moving to America was that was the focus point. It was to, I mean, they offered me a full scholarship. I there was no way I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't do that. Um. So yeah, I I think it was just that that my focus was that and it also helped me not being able to miss my family so much or being so emotional about um little things because I was always so busy right in school and learning so much not only ballet but also another culture another way of living and another language meeting new people
3: what did you guys do um, academically? Did you finish some school here in the U.S.? He's smiling. I don't know. I had we never asked you that.
2: We it. don't have to if you don't. No, want. it's just it's a little embarrassing because I haven't, I haven't finished high school. That's
3: not embarrassing at all. Look at what you did. It will happen.
0: You yeah. know who didn't finish high school? Suzanne Farrell. Mm. I mean not that I w- we're not trying to promote that <laughs>
2: please kids don't yeah. well yeah
0: well if-
3: you were in a u- unique situation where it's not like you could have come here and started going to school here you didn't speak the language well we there did was no try way.
2: they put us up in the Miami Beach senior I'm- high oh no uh, but that lasted like two months well yeah, yeah.
0: if you didn't how are you supposed to assimilate? I mean, you didn't know any English. Your yeah, classes would have they all had
2: us in a, in a program to <coughs> learn English first oh, and okay. then we could take other classes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they moved our us to ballet classes in the morning.
3: Right. And you so were that- working with the company like very quickly, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't have time. No,
2: not really.
0: quickly enough to share my second spot.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny because I remember going to watch your class and be like, "These boys are so good. Why can't they help me in my crappy parts? <laughs> 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 we should have.
1: I <laughs> would have been happy to do that. For oh, you. <laughs> that was not Renan's choice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, the guy, you guys were so so talented even at that age. It was so fun to watch. Um, but something that I think is worth talking about is. That you maybe didn't understand the language fully, but you learned visually um, very quickly. You just use your mind to pick up the style. It was really impressive and almost alarming. Like, how did he know how to do that? But it's because of what you were taking in visually. Uh, is that something that you were super conscious of? Like you were like, okay, I like what this person's doing. I'm going to put that on my body, or I like this video of the old balancing way. And
3: you're talking gonna... about changing styles to the balancing style mm-hmm. from really classical. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I think
2: so. I mean, not to sound cocky, but I we always talk about this, right, Patricia? Like we're very visual um, dancers, uh, as in an inspiration. Say, If you're going to do a part that you've never done before, you have an idea what it's supposed to look like. But until you see the actual steps being done by someone who's so inspiring, it changes how you put it into your body. Mm -hmm. So to be in Miami City Ballet School and being able to be so close to the company, Miami Mm -hmm. City Ballet, and see the dancers every day on top of being the, having the training in the school that was so great, but seeing the dancers doing all these incredible works every day mm-hmm. was so inspiring. And uh, it was just, it, it made me move. It made me want to move the way the dancers in the company did. So, yeah, I guess I could say it's it was, a I am aware of uh, the visual. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's what's so great about... Um having those sorts of inspirational people around you. And we've been talking with the kids here um, about how excited they are to have you guys here so that they can have that similar immersion, right? To have you on stage, watch you and visually take some things and learn from watching you guys dance. No pressure. Well, no, but it's kidding. interesting because <laughs> it's
1: full circle because even though um, I remember being a student and watching the principals at Miami City Ballet doing Sugar Plum and um, I I still feel like I watch them and I'm inspired by them and having been here last during the summer and watching them just absorb everything that I was telling them and like seeing how quick they were to apply it and how that your mind when, when you're a student and it's reminding me cause we're talking about Renan when he was younger, just like, taking everything in and just like because you're so in love with this world of mm-hmm. dance and you're just like so passionate about it just anything that's being thrown at you you just like eat it up and right. and try and make something of it in your body yeah. and to be around them just even in class when we were warming up like it, it just is it's gonna inspire my performance tonight and yeah. I just think it's kind of this constant back and forth yeah. exchanging um, inspiration on at different points in your career different points in your life you need different things and right. I think you never stop learning even when you're no longer a student mm-hmm. and you want to learn mm-hmm. from the students yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: it is an ex- I think for this art form we have an exchange from older to younger generations back and forth is what keeps the art form alive actually mm-hmm. the passing it on and taking it in and you know, when you get to teach a class and you see, you tell the students what to do, it also put, like, it translates it in your dance, in your own
0: yeah. dance. It
3: informs right. your dancing yeah. as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's go back to your partnership for a little bit. Um, so shortly after after Dances at a Gathering, you, the two of you began to be paired together more and more. And Patricia, at that point, you had already been a principal for several years. So what was it like being the... Uh, experienced dancer shepherding Renan through experiences like his premiere of *Theme and Variations* at 18 years old is mm. also your premiere.
1: <laughs> so I, it's hard for me to think of the shepherding Renan. <laughs> <laughs> Renan was always taking care of me, um, but I understand what you're saying. Um, you know, I think there would be very clear moments where it was I was very aware that I had had more experience. Um than Renan. but I actually think that when I started dancing with Renan is when I started to feel this sense of like consistent growth um, in the roles that I was getting. Um, I think that you know, it's a tricky thing that no one really warns you about um, with partnerships because it's important to find a person where you, can, that you can trust and that you can know that no matter what work you do in the studio and no matter what preparation is, is done, by the time you get out on stage, it's going to be the moment. And if you have that trust, then you can really just be completely free. Mm-hmm. And I think um, there were, I got to dance with so many amazing dancers in the company and I would always try and learn from each of them what I could learn and a lot of them were helping me figure out, or they would tell me what they needed from me, right. and then I would try and do exactly what they wanted me to do. Right. And, um, and I always felt um, grateful, and I, it was a beautiful experience to get to work with that many different um, dancers. But what I started learning with Renan is how much, you know, going from one role to the next, you can continue building, mm-hmm. and um, and it's beyond the, the steps or beyond the technique and even beyond the musicality. It's something um, quite mystical or emotional and very heartwarming to feel that different level of connection on stage. Um, and then to know that then the next time you do it, what is it gonna be then? And then the next time you do it, and then what's it gonna be then? And then a new challenging role comes and you're just like, well, if I'm with Renan I know I can find it mm. you know no matter I mean theme and variations for me was such a stretch and somehow <laughs> we we I think I don't know you know I don't wouldn't say that Renan and I are the most super confident people right I don't I think Which we have so our crazy. we work yes. it really hard and we love it but I think that In a weird way, when we're together, we find a confidence in ourselves and in each other. So would
0: you guys say that's the key component to a successful partnership, like trust? Or what other issues come into making a real partnership?
2: I would say, yes, trust is a big um, part of it. But also um, sharing your experience so that no one's telling... You shouldn't be telling each other what to do or how to act or how to be. It just, it's a two-way street. It's like, and let's say in a, a relationship, in real life, a couple, it's a its a sharing. It's a back and forth. You can't um, be de- that demeaning to someone. Right. It's not going to make them um, give it back what, what you actually even want. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like the sharing, the exchanging.
3: One thing I'm thinking as you're talking about this is seeing you guys work in this way together, not even just on stage, but in the studios. You would go in the back part of the room and just be talking and try things and talk and it always was a back and forth. And that's not always that way with. It's not always that way with every couple. Sometimes you see it's like do this. So, how long did that take though for you guys to establish that kind of understanding of this is how we work really well together? And we want to work. Or was it right off the bat?
2: I think it happened naturally because I was um, not that experienced when I started dancing with Pat. So there was no way for me to be telling her what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was just learning so much from her. And um, yeah, just learning as we went with different parts and different parts of this.
1: One thing that I remember um, finding with Renan, and I think it changed the way I approached a potter, de is to think of it as just dancing and um, not um, putting myself in a certain position. And that would make him be able to lift me or turn me. And I think maybe it was because Renan is such a natural mover and such a coordinated dancer that... I knew if I just like allowed myself to dance with him, he was going to figure out where he needed to get me to put me where I needed to be. And I think that, um, you know, some people have really great potter training and their schooling and, um, some people learn as they go. And I think that in a way to, there is a method, but it's really about finding what you need from your partner. Mm-hmm. And I think that early on, I think we both trusted that, mm-hmm. that like, we didn't, I wouldn't say I knew exactly what I needed from Renan. Right. I was, maybe had a little more experience than Renan, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And I just felt like we were just gonna do both the most, the 100% version of ourselves that we could possibly do, and we were gonna learn together. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is an age difference, but I think we both were learning from each other early on.
2: Yeah. Also, I mean, it's wonderful to have, this one partner that you always dance with and connect with, but you should be able to accommodate to other people if you get to dance with other partners, mm-hmm. so that it's not one person telling the other what to do. I mean, if you get to dance with different people, you have to know how to manage different people. All your relationships,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Um, this made me think of
0: uh, the idea that it doesn't matter how talented two dancers are. Uh, chemistry is extremely specific you know um, I was just thinking of how apparently, obviously we never saw them live but Misha Bershnikov when he joined uh, New York City Ballet, Patty McBride was the person for him to dance with because of the height uh, situation and it just didn't work and these are two of the greatest dancers of the 20th century so what do you think you know, aside from both of you being so talented and having a similar approach to work, why does it work from the front? What makes your styling so complimentary? What what gives you a level of chemistry that you can't, something that you can't
3: force? I love the looks on their faces right now as they're considering this. (laughs) So good.
1: I don't, I don't, to be honest, it's weird. I, I usually have a lot to say about everything, <laughs> but when I hear what people tell us about our chemistry, I can feel it. But we're not like trying, right? It's so natural to do that, and so it's actually just such a gift to hear that people feel things from us that I know I feel when I'm on stage. Yeah. So it's a, It's kind of, it leaves me a little bit at a loss for words. Like, how do you express like when you really love someone? It's hard sometimes. You can say I love you a hundred times, but yeah. it doesn't ever fully, um, you never really fully know if that person really knows how much you love them. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: How many times have we made you cry on the podcast? Every Every time. time. Maybe
1: it's, (laughs) what what did you say? Five times? Podcast queen? Podcast. (laughs) crier. (laughs) Cryer queen.
3: But that's what's so important about what we're talking about is it's just so real between the two of you and your partnership is so, it's so organic you're not trying and that's obvious on stage too and I think that the audience feels that, you know?
2: Yeah. In a way, it's like um, like great dancers like Suzanne Farrell had such an abandons to her dancing. You almost have to open yourself up to let the other person um, know what you feel and what you want and what you have to give to them. Um,
1: yeah. It's definitely um, beyond ballet class and your training I think it's um, a little bit on the level of spirituality it's true it's like you want to be so vulnerable even though you want to be there for your partner you want to be open and completely uh, yeah all all your walls have to be down so that you can be taken care of or Mm -hmm. give to the person it's, it's a
2: funny thing because I never. It took me a while to realize we were a partnership. I think because we were so busy doing all these parts mm-hmm. and we just kept moving and going and dancing, it, I didn't see it as, oh, this couple. They're like, now they're a couple that puts this ballet together on stage over and over again. It just. And when I looked, now I look back and I'm like, I can't believe we did all this part. Mm -hmm. It's a little surreal.
3: (laughs) When we're talking about um, your chemistry, one thing very specifically comes to mind and that's Romeo and Juliet when you guys Mm -hmm. dance that together. Um, What was that process like for both of you? Because I know it was a really huge deal for you both to dance it and to be together was really special. So we did the John Cranko's Romeo and Juliet which is beautiful and especially great for the principals of the ballet. So what was that experience like for you guys? (laughs)
1: Um can I go first? Sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a, a, a step on, for me, a step up on my career to the point where I had been. Um, I think I had done uh, full length ballets before, mm-hmm. but that just felt different because it's not. I mean it is very technical, but it's not about the technique. It's not about I mean his uh version is really it's storytelling mm-hmm. and if you don't give yourself a hundred percent, it doesn't come across. Mm-hmm. Um so I I didn't want to be Romeo, I wanted to be me, myself, mm-hmm. dancing with Patricia. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just easy to fall in love with her (laughs) from the very first rehearsal Um, and it just felt special every day to get to know her a little bit more and know myself a little bit more and the part in the ballet um and every show was different It never felt the same um, for good and for bad reasons. Um, But mostly because it just, it took me, it was another, it took me to another place.
1: It's cool to hear you say that. I don't think we've ever really talked about our experience um, after we were in it. um, I had learned it and performed it the first time around. And I remember being really um nerdy about reading the story a hundred times and knowing like what line I was saying at which point and um it's very important for me to be like Juliet. Like I really wanted to understand her and I really wanted to um figure out how to bring her out of me. And um I would say that when I performed it with Renan I didn't that wasn't a goal. I felt like I had already done that work and so she was already in me and I wanted to be me and and fall in love with Renan. That's cool. We never really talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think it was a much more personal journey that second time around when I got to do it with you and, um, and allowing every show to be what it was going to be and um, allowing the the journey to be more of a surprise to me versus um, knowing what I was doing mm-hmm. as I went. And I think because Renan is such a like soulful dancer, and he, he so much is said with his eyes, that like any time I looked at him, it was just like so natural what was coming out of him that I was just like responding. It was almost like we were really having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, with our eyes or our the way we would touch each other and um, I remember getting like like butterflies and like little tingles like on my body and I was just like, What is this? Am I on stage? This is weird. Oh. <laughs> and and so yeah, I think that's that's something that is interesting about doing roles different at different points in your career, but also with different people that you you go on a very different journey and to kind of be open to that to seeing what this person is going to give to you or what this role at this time around in a way Nutcracker is similar because it comes back every year. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, what, what are you going to get from it this time around? And, um, yeah, I I would say that was a fun turning point for me too. That time we did it, Mm -hmm. it made me trust myself a little more than I ever had.
0: I think that's, an interesting approach because i i definitely you know we hear plenty about people who do the sort of stanislavsky like uh, i am this character i become them i go hardcore method actor um dancers doing that for uh full-length roles but then i also suzanne farrell when she was creating Don Q with Balanchine, she, tr- she said she tried to read the book and stopped halfway through and that she was like, I'm not telling Cervantes' story. I'm telling Balanchine's. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Although that way can produce really beautiful performances, the method way. Um, sometimes just responding to the elements in the room is mm-hmm. what shapes it performance beautifully as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Renan, when Patricia retired from Miami City Ballet, that was difficult on you. And because you guys have had such a beautiful partnership all these years. So what does it mean for you guys to be back here at Next Generation Ballet doing Sugar Plum together?
2: It actually, <laughs> it's crazy because this was not planned well in advance. It just happened, um, thankfully, Um <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, it's like I'm not here yet. <laughs> well, you, d- you, you did, did wake- just of- up <laughs> a
3: <laughs> <laughs> You got up at seven in the morning. So we I'm understand. like
2: I'm like I think when half hour to the show hits, I'll, I'll know a little more how uh, it feels. Right now, I'm just like we had a cute little rehearsal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually think what's interesting because um, many the last years at My City Valley, especially well, for the beginning, Renata and I would just be in this trend and this pattern of rehearsing um, on our own. We would always call our Studio 5 rehearsals um, this like private time to figure out and we would run it or like talk about it or something, run part of it. But we, we would really, we got in a rhythm of knowing what we needed to do and and we haven't rehearsed at all this time. <laughs> so I think that's fun. But I also think it kind of, um, out of all the things we ever did, we never did Nutcracker together. Really? Because yeah. the last time we were supposed to do it together. But we had a rehearsal. We on rehearsed stage rehearsal. on stage I and I hurt myself I so badly. Yeah. To the point where I, that had never happened to me before. I woke mm-hmm. up the next morning and I could not walk. And so that moment that we prepared for like slipped by us. <laughs> and, and not anymore. When um, <laughs> it was on my birthday that Philip texted me, we got rid right on. Oh my and God. I was thinking to myself that it's interesting for this journey that I've been on since I left. It's been a lot of actually before I decided to, you know, move on. I, it's a lot of facing your fears, Mm -hmm. this career, a lot of it. And as much as I was so excited to get to get this moment and do Nutcracker with Renan, I was thinking to myself, I'm scared because it never happened. It kind of was something that we prepare for. And it's like, well, you're meant to face it now, so face it and it just kind of makes me laugh because it's a constant <laughs> back and forth of like euphoric experiences on stage and also this like mental battle to let your tell yourself that you can do it or tell yourself like trust yourself or, and I think it we haven't had to go that long without dancing. Mm-hmm. So it's a little
3: treat to get to have each other again. Oh, yes. It was funny when it set in for Michael and I that we were going to see you guys perform tonight. We were like, we're going to be crying so much. <laughs> it's going to be so great. We're just so excited.
2: <laughs> well, it's amazing that we're all here It's so together.
3: Fun. It's like a reunion. We're having the best time. We were just chatting. <laughs> so
0: we can hear that first act is coming to a close soon. So I think we should get to our favorite segment. Lightning, uh, lightning round. round. Oh,
3: no. I think no. Renan should do this on his own. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Good, it's together. a nutcracker version. Oh, okay.
0: well, and we have I have some other ones. Okay. Too. Okay. That's okay so great. first um <laughs> favorite on stage moment together.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Dual concert dance.
3: Dual concert dance. Yes. <laughs> that was so special. Um Dream Pa to dance together. there's so many
1: running through my head right now
2: i know it's hard to pick one
1: that we danced or that we never did
3: that you never did that you want to do oh no. midsummer oh
1: midsummer
2: um i also want to throw a diamonds in there Oh, oh. I was- oh,
3: oh. You mean- wait. <laughs> <laughs> i was just That's about to be like to home. <laughs> I, <couldn't> say it. <laughs> huh. I was about to say to michael what is your dream pa to see them do together
0: Ooh. Well, diamonds that's would have been one for too. sure. Yeah, and then but there are common. so many that you guys. Uh, Stravinsky, the second Aria. Oh. oh. Agon, or. Oh. You know, basically uh, everything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you know what I think would be like a fun one too? Would be rubies. Yeah. Rubies.
0: Oh, I just got so excited. I got so <laughs> excited. I got too no excited. Situation you was. guys definitely.
1: Because no. I never even See, learned is, it. That's I what know. I mean.
3: <laughs> it would be so but fun. But I
0: think that people. Yeah, I don't believe in dancers. I think that when you're really special, you can do everything. Exactly. So, so
1: it would be nice well, to do some things that, I mean, like I said, I mean, theme and variations is a stretch. If we could do no, theme and variations, no, let's it, do some rubies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your first cast
0: diamonds, and you can do also do rubies. <laughs> I say.
1: You,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just cast it and it pushed it in casting. a different way, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're not used to. Totally.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's you.
0: Oh, um, so this, to answer about one another, what is your favorite memory of the other person on stage? So maybe something that you aren't in together, In together, but just a, a memory of them performing.
1: Um, mine is watching you do Alexei Ramansky's um, Symphonic Dances, Bezé. Uh, I, mine, my, mine is watching you do Alexei Ramansky's Bezé de la Fée. Bessie's Kiss, kiss beset, Fairy's, fairy's kiss. kiss. We called it Fairy's Kiss. We called kiss. it Fairy's Kiss. It was I was so good, a I mess. Mm-hmm. Then the next one is Giselle mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. I Was a Mess. Oh. I, that season, watched Renan go from my favorite dancer to my favorite, 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 <laughs> favorite dancer in the whole wide <laughs> world. Yeah, it true. was the most emotional journeys I've ever seen you take. And the so choices true. you made made me have onomatopoeic sounds <laughs> <laughs> in the audience. People were probably annoyed with me, but I was definitely feeling both those things. <laughs>
2: um, well, duo is definitely, I ha- definitely have memories, deep emotional memories from that. But I think seeing you in Swan Lake on stage just, uh, this mix of being a beautiful ballerina and a creature and uh, the way you made your own swan it took me not very surprised but it, it it moved me in a different way that i hadn't seen you do it um I mean, there are many. I could just go on and on here. But
3: this is the lightning round, <laughs> so we'll move on. Um, so now for our Nutcracker s- section of this. Um, what was your first Nutcracker role ever? Hoops. Yeah.
0: Hoops. Hoops. <laughs> <Bollies and> <laughs> That's Another, an inside, uh, inside joke. Fritz. Shout out to Pat's mom. Fritz. Yeah. Fritz. Oh, oh
1: so my cute. God. you will be so cute.
0: <laughs> Favorite Nutcracker memory?
1: This is really random, but really special for me. I was doing Leave Marzipan on my birthday and they announced it. Oh, I wasn't meant to do it. They were making an announcement. It was like maybe my 21st birthday or something. And they made the announcement over the speaker, like Patricia Algaro will be going in for um, Marzipan. And... They said, and it's her birthday. Oh. And I got this jolt of like <laughs> excitement when I heard that backstage. And it was, I loved my Marzi show. And that's so hard it's, to <laughs> love a Marzi show. It's so hard. <laughs> and I'll, I'll always remember that as like, it's so, so, special. so special. It's so special for show. me. I like that. that I felt like love from the audience. Mm. They knew it was my birthday. That's cool. Nothing could go uh, wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh it wasn't a tradition i didn't grow up doing that doing that crack every year uh-huh. so it really was here in miami or in miami um but i really loved doing the soldier doll it really was like something i enjoyed every show
3: i can feel michael's confusion right now <laughs> no, no I, I did like so
0: it took me a while because certain people were it's hard were hard. um
2: you know being in the box was not fun but the dance
0: exactly there was the box and there were some rogue Drosselmeyers who liked to Mm. screw with you before you go (laughs) not (laughs) nice yeah we'll just say that
3: what is your favorite nutcracker role other than Sugar and Cavalier any like that I that you've danced or or that yeah or that you don't do or anything
2: I actually love the Marzipan dance I mean, your
1: version <laughs> was
3: really cute. The male but yeah, there version. is a version. We should repost it on our. It's uh, so good. You two are highlights of that. When, when
2: I was in the back for Michael's. Where's it
3: <laughs> That was part of a secret Santa reveal, yeah. right?
0: you were, at least you knew your part more. Andre did not know.
3: He was oh, yeah, you up. knew what was going he was, on. He was messing up. was confused. confused. The highlight of your career. You were like, I'm fulfilling a dream.
0: It <laughs> was. But we all know that we all just want to do, do
2: drop
3: yeah yeah like let's well, get real flowers and do job is is highlight for mm-hmm. sure i
2: mean even it give me like demi,
1: give me a I, I demi. Demis guys, together. <laughs> let me, me tell you something about valentine's <laughs> <laughs> nutcracker tell us they're it's all amazing yeah mm-hmm. arabian Chinese is amazing tea doing Chinese tea on the side is the most fun as a kid you I'm ever sure. I was,
0: have i was gonna say do not not in the middle no, <laughs> really? Oh, I love it, girl. No, oh, as to what? I, I oh, could we're talking a about dance. I would
3: love it. tea. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and
1: and Demi Flowers is such a thrill. and such a workout and definitely s- a workout. Such, I mean, the whole the whole. <laughs> Frau, i love doing frow. i can't the best i
2: can't wait to be like a mature dancer and being able to do draw because that's you're like, gonna
3: be an amazing you're gonna I, be a great yes. <laughs> wait, that's so, okay so the next one we were gonna say is the role that you haven't gotten a chance to dance so oh, that, I yeah. that's great pat you did them all you did it all you know that I for a long you time did it all. and it
1: was always something that was like i must not be i can't do it i can't do it and late in my career I got to do it and I didn't do it for very long because then things started to hurt but <laughs> those years that I got to do it, it still feels like it was that, it was that role that I never got to do, yeah. that I finally got yeah. to do
3: that's awesome so, yeah. well thank you guys, what fun that was for us
0: we can't wait so to watch funny. the rehearsal and the show, Oh, well, we we're should coming, more, we yeah. should <laughs> <Sure>. coming up we're <laughs> coming up coming
3: right. up, bye guys. thank you guys, thank you, guys. Thank you. Guys. Thank Thank you for joining us this week on Conversations on Dance. Every Monday, we release a new episode with the dance world's best and brightest. To be notified of a new episode, subscribe now on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media at Conversations on Dance for additional content and new episode alerts. Thank you for joining us this week on Conversations on Dance.